All right, everybody, it's the ID84 show live here from our unique locations from all around the planet. Uh, it is episode 156, as always. I have the mallet to the right of me at his, uh, his designated location um, in his fallout shelter, if you will. To, tonight, he was trying to make do his best impression of uh, Ryan Glover. So he, uh, he moved the camera slightly so he can get the cabinets in the back. And if we're lucky enough, we may get one open tonight. Although I think, Ryan, we, we, we assume he's in, in the bedroom, or a bathroom, correct? Well, one time I think he was, yeah. That's funny. There was one time, he went, most of the time he's in the kitchen, but there was one time, I swear to God, he was in the bathroom. All right, so we got uh, right off the bat here, we have Alex Wallace watching us, and he goes, 50 Cent doesn't like Biden's tax plan. Okay. And he goes, ha, 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 ha. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, I agree. So, so I guess 50 Cent knows something we don't know. I'm not familiar with. I All I know is that Biden's only going to tax people that make more than $400,000 a year. When was the last time 50 Cent was even relevant? I'm trying to think of the last time 50 Cent even mattered. <laughs> Should we share my best 50 Cent story ever? You know the 50 Cent story, where he bought me and my friend a uh, round of drinks after the Super Bowl. Uh, yes, you did tell me that. Yeah, I forgot about that. But yeah, I you never heard no. the said 50 Cent story. Uh, after Super Bowl, I uh, forget which one it was, but it was in 2012, whatever that would have been. Um, it was the Patriots versus the New York Giants, part two. And uh, it was Indianapolis, Indiana. And in downtown Indianapolis, there was not much to do. But they actually made a good job of making it into like a big giant nightclub with little parking lots and stuff like this. So after the game, after the Patriots lost, we went to go uh, sink our sorrows at the uh, local strip club, the only one that was in town called the Red Garter. And as we uh, entered the Red Garter, there was a lot of Giants fans there. And there was a, like a entourage of this little black man who's probably five feet tall but like five feet wide all bulked and all his friends come into the place with us so we're sitting there we're like the only patriots fans there and all of a sudden we get a round of drinks sent over to us and i look over and i go who are these from they're like that guy over there and they go is that 50 cent and they're like yes and he gave us the old head nub and he goes he says he's, he's sorry for the loss was he like roped off in an area where nobody could really get to him yeah, you know, like you have those like tables, like those little, those half circle tables that strip clubs have, like they're a little bit higher up and they usually have like the nice velvet rope that protects them off or whatever like that. Yeah. He, was, he was there with all his cronies at the Red Gata and uh, he bought uh, me, my buddy Tom, his brother, his uncle and his cousin, all a nice round of beers, which is actually really generous because the beers were going for about $11 a piece at the strip club. So, oh, God. so you know. You know, it's 50 cent money right there. But if he doesn't like Biden's uh, tax plan, then uh, either do I. So we'll put that there for you. I don't like, any, I don't like anything that's going on. I'm so sick of like, it. Just, it's it's over, think, man. I'm thinking um, so since we do a show on Wednesday, I think maybe we should do a pop-up show the Monday before the election. In addition, I mean, because I've been trying hard not to talk politics, but like that would be the one time I will. Like, I don't, I don't like to. It's just I, I find it pointless. But in that case, sure. I don't think us talking politics. I think basically we could bring on some crazy people who want to talk politics, and we kind of like, we'll, be, we'll kind of moderate these lunatics um, talking. I think they both they both dipshits. I hate both yeah. of them a lot. So, so that's I what I think. Can't. I think it'll be funny if we have two extremists come on and just argue. And then on Wednesday yeah. when we do our regular show. 
we could sit there and laugh about it. And, and we could sit there and be like, wow, everything is exactly the same as it was the day before. Nothing has changed. It is. I'm just, I'm so, no, I'm just so disappointed in this whole country. I'm so disappointed in, in who's running for president both ways. I'm, I'm disappointed in everything. I'm you so be, disappointed. Like this, you should run for president. I guess you get mad. I the money. <laughs> Go up there like mallet for presidents, and you you're like you're you're uh you're just you're like icon a slogan is a big giant like mallet like slamming onto the ground like an action shot. There we go. And now, that, now that would be something. And it says mallet down like the handle, and then it has the year on like the head of the mallets. Well, you know what? I feel like I couldn't do much worse of a job than's already fucking going on anyway. So what the fuck? Why not? You, you know? put a reality TV star as president of the greatest nation in the country. So anything is possible. That's what Kevin the guy. Next I don't to. care about that. I just I don't. He sucks. Like he's he didn't he. I don't think he fucking did anything that he said he was gonna do. I don't think he did. And oh, I'm he pretty did, sure he did. he did everything he was gonna say he do. He decreased taxes while increasing spending, which right now is not a good fucking idea. He increased our national debt more than anybody. He fucking. But I'm not. I'm not putting. I fucking hate Biden too. That's the thing. Fucking Biden. Fuck. The reason I voted for Trump in the last election was because I didn't want anybody from that fucking Clinton administration in office. So I don't want fucking Biden in office. I don't want to go yeah. back to that. The reason I voted for Trump was for change. But the thing is, he didn't change enough to the point that I voted for him to hope that someone better would come along. And nobody fucking has. No, no one will. Because no one wants the job. It's the worst fucking job you could ever have. And but it, to think about it, though, when you really people have to realize, though, like it's not that worth getting that upset over because essentially the president, and I've said it before, he's a temp. Like, he, how much does he really know what's going on? He's a temporary employee. People right? should be concerned so about the when you vote. When you when you vote, what you should be concerned about is your uh, is your uh, gov- is your senators. That is what you should be concerned about because yeah, the president, is, yeah. like you're you're one hundred percent correct. A, a president is a figurehead, a temporary yeah. employee, yeah. um, that has a limited time of office, either it's four or eight years, and in addition. The senators, which I think there should be a term limit on there, but for some godforsaken reason, there is no term limits on a senators of the United States. And you could be there until you literally die in some states, like Massachusetts. I don't know if I believe in that. I think that's a good idea. You don't think there should be a term limit for a senator? No, there should be a term limit. Yeah, I agree, but there isn't. Oh, there should be, though. They, they have pretty much a senator in Massachusetts has the same length as a Supreme Court justice till death. Because once you get elected in Massachusetts, you never get unelected. And that's how a lot of states are, too. But if you put, like, a term limit, if you put, like, say, you, say you give someone, like, 10 years. Or, all right, this is a six-year term, right? Give them 12 years. Be like, you have 12 years to get your shit done. And at the end of 12 years, you have to forfeit your seat to someone else. I mean, I think that's fair enough, right? It gives you 12 years. That gives you a decade to be able to get things done. And you can erase two of those years because two of those years you usually run in for the office, right? So... You know, so you really have 10 years, but it's 10 solid years to get stuff done. But they'll never do it because you have to get everyone involved. You, and the senators are the ones who have to vote for the term limit. You think, it's, you think if you have a job that you're guaranteed for life, you're going to vote for someone to take you out? That's like ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, he, he, never didn't, he didn't repel Obamacare, right? He didn't, he didn't grow. Uh, he, he didn't. What else did he do? Um, oh, yeah, I'm looking at a list of all the things. It's funny. There's a, there's a whole meter of stuff that like what things that are promised and like he's he's there's some stuff he's followed through on but there's you know, a lot that he didn't you know, like msnbc they no. crazy liberal no. adam <laughs> no fuck no but these i mean facts are facts you can't really manipulate certain things i mean well i, I found out like you going 
trogging through all the garbage that is the media, right, in the United States, whether it's Fox or CNN and all that, it's, it's just garbage media. What I've been doing is actually looking at European and, like, Asian news outlets that speak English to get their perspective. And then they're very, very, very honest with their stuff because, I mean, for them, it's just they're just yeah. bashing, you know, the country of the United States one way or another. So what they do is, like, it's all facts just laid out there. You know what I mean? It's all, like, hey, facts. Facts. He didn't bring back. He didn't bring back manufacturing like he said he would. Like he, I don't know. I don't know. But anyway, whatever. So anyway, maybe we should talk about the guests we have on the show tonight. Speaking <laughs> of the United States and one of the greatest nations in the world, we have a, uh, a military veteran who has now turned to a voiceover artist. We have him coming up next. His name is Dane Reed. He'll be joining us in about ten minutes here on the ID eighty four show. And later on tonight, we continue the tradition of being a, a, a provocative radio slash live stream program for your visual and audio entertainments. We have a dealt actress, as I like to be called, Sheena Rose. Have you, uh, have you Googled any of her stuff yet? Uh, yeah, she looks kind of like uh, no one I would ever go for. Um, but hey, street. we all have our flavor. Yeah, no. I guess her uh, her genetics, if you will, it's called the suicide girl look. I believe is what they uh, they call this look. Too many tats. I don't like a lot of tats. Yeah, I'm no. not big on the tats on the girl. I don't think I've ever dated. Uh, yeah, actually, I did date a girl that had a tat. We know that story. The yeah. tinkle tinkle bell tat. I don't mind a few, but like I don't want a body that's a canvas. You yeah. Know? No. Yeah. Oh yeah. No. 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 I like to see skin. I find, like, for example, when you have someone like, um, who is that rapper who tatted his face? You lost the light. What happened? You went down. Oh, no, sorry. It's just the screen because this uh -huh. light is in my monitor. That's what that. <laughs> gotcha. I was like, wow, you went yeah. down for a second. Uh, who's that? Was that Post Malone who has all those face tats? Oh, there's a couple people that do. Um, yeah. yeah, but yeah, fuck that guy's. That's weird. What yeah. happens when you can't become a rapper no more? What are you going to do? Exactly. You Stitches. Mm -hmm. Have you seen him? Mm -hmm. Fucking rapper from Florida, Stitches. He's got like two AK-47s on the side of his face. Very enjoyable. <laughs> you're really, you're really betting the house when you do something like that. You're really betting your career is going to take off, and you're really going against the odds because when you think about it, how many artists actually continue for more than maybe a decade or so? I mean, you get your small minimum, you get your your Snoop Dogs, but even he disappeared for a little while before he kind of re imagined himself as like an everyday old man rapper kind of type thing you know what i mean but he was never like full blast like through the 90s he was big but early 2000s you really didn't know who it wasn't until you started hanging out with martha stewart and people were like oh this is ironic we have a gangster rapper and we have a housewife lady who turned convicted felon hanging out with a guy who likes to smoke weed all the time let's put these two together do you think snoop dogg banged martha stewart i think so I think they had sex. I have no volume from you. Snoop is like actually pretty. It's it's an act. Like he's actually pretty happily married. You think so? Oh, is he? Yeah, I know he has kids. He has a kid that plays uh, uh football for uh out there. He's I, I think he's in college right now. Is he in UCLA or something? Like that? Yeah, something like that. I mean, he's, he lives in like a blue collar. I mean, a white collar neighborhood. And was friends with the Beckhams. I mean, they, 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 you know. My my favorite was the uh, rapper. I forget who it was. Who still lived in the housing project? Was it the was a big pun? One of the rappers I remember back in the day, he made all this money, but he when they, they did his, like, um, remember that show Cribs from back in the day on MTV? Yeah. 
his crib was a housing project in whatever city he lived in. It was like in Detroit somewhere. He was literally going to the projects. And he's like, probably oh. overpaying for where he lives because it's based on income. <laughs> right? Well, the, the projects, I mean, usually that's free housing. So he was making a million dollars living in free public housing, which is not. Or uh, Old Dirty Bastard. Maybe, maybe it was Old Dirty Bastard. Maybe like, it was him. It might have been. Know. I mean, you wouldn't want to put that on national TV because the government will catch up to you and be like, hey, wait a minute, listen, hey, this guy says he's only making 10 grand a year. He just dropped a double platinum record. And now he's all gangsta. You know what I mean? If you had an opportunity to become a rapper, would you? Uh, I mean, if I, like you were saying about the face tattoos, though, like I feel yeah. like you'd have to be really smarter than you look and committed to playing a role. Like it's probably not for a lot of these guys. It's probably not even really how they look. It looks intimidating, but they're not really that intimidating. And then invest wisely. Cause as you said, it's not going to last forever. I don't find you know? people with tattoos necessarily intimidating. I actually think they're looking more. Cause if you go like, if you, if you, I mean, oh, like those face tattoos, you get these skinny scrawny guys down in Florida, which seems to be a thing to do down there. Like I don't find them intimidating. I actually find them look like I find them, I find them weak looking because I feel like I could break them easily because they're hiding behind the facade. Well, I don't find tattoos intimidating, but face tattoos, I kind of do because that goes to show you probably make bad decisions. So I don't know what oh. you're going to do. <laughs> I mean, that, that should be the thing at the job interview when you show up, right? And he says he has a face tattoo yeah. at the AK-47 is aiming at his mouth. And that should be your clear thing. If, 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 I don't know if this is the guy to sell, sell bagels at Bagel World. You know what I mean? He may do a good job cooking the bagels in the back when no one has to see him. I love stitches, though. All he, all he does is rap about cocaine. It's all he raps about is cocaine. Alex Wallace, uh, who I believe is very... Uh, we also have Road Jones, guest from a couple weeks, listening in tonight. Um, Alex Wallace, I believe, is very red in the, uh, in the conservative department, and he wants to know who voted Nancy Pelosi in. I want to tell you the answer right there. All the goofballs who live in San Francisco, because that's her district. She, her district is San Francisco. She is the San Francisco treat, if you will. <laughs> not bad looking for 80 years old, though, right? I mean, no, I will say that. She's not bad for, for 80. Yeah. I wonder, I mean, wonder what she looks like non made up, though. I mean, that looks like probably a horror show. Yeah, definitely. She probably, she probably, yeah. I mean, wow. Yeah, that's right. She, wow. She's that old. Holy shit. Yeah. She is 80. She's 80. Holy shit. She's from Maryland. Man, let, me look up, let me look her up young. Nancy Pelosi. She was bad. Back in the 70s when she was, you know, in her 40s. Yeah, not bad. 50s. Oh, my God. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know. Maybe, I, think she, I think she made the deal with the devil, if you, if you will. You know, like that said provocative deal with the devil. They said, you could be, if you do this, you could live and live forever, but you'd be the evil empire. She reminds me of, um, remember in Star Wars, the uh, Sith... And what and again, uh, Phantom Menace. What the hell was that guy's called? Darth Maul. Darth Maul. She's like Darth Maul, or or the Emperor. She's kind of like the Emperor. You know, like how he progressively gets older as time goes on. She supposedly had an affair with JFK. Oh, I did not know that. That's There's a photo with her and JFK. I, I, but like it says, she supposedly had one um, for seven years. She put an affair for seven long years with him. While she was married. Mm. Well, he, he, down he, that was, he was married because his marriage ended when he got shot in the head. Yeah, that might do that. Yeah, that might be a problem. That put a stop to the marriage right there. He was also known to be flangering with uh, Miss Marilyn Monroe as well. Who wouldn't? I mean, yeah, 
who do we who would we compare Marilyn? Who's our Marilyn Monroe to these days? Like, who, so she'd have to be a movie star. Well, she'd have to be a, like a figure. I guess you could in, in the social media times here we can actually assume like she could be a social media like. She doesn't actually have to be an actress or a singer. She just has to be a very popular person that many people find attractive. That if you were dating her or aka banging her at the time, you are the prime. Like if you were the president and you were like, yeah, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go bang the hottest girl there is. Like Marilyn Monroe was the girl at the time in the fifties and the sixties. Like who who is our Marilyn Monroe? Do you think? Well, if, I mean, this is just a personal thing i mean I, I like if i was to pick my marilyn it'd probably be charlie's theron mm, really interesting, interesting. I love charlie's theron she, mm. she's south african blonde like kind of tall like yeah. hot interesting yeah i don't know i would have to really dig into it there's not really like uh, uh yeah, no did, there really isn't marilyn monroe is kind of one of a kind we did talk about paris Hilton a few weeks ago and i, I used to want to do naughty things to her not bad looking for 40 She's getting up there in the age, though, a little long in the tooth. That's what they say these days, long in the tooth. Yes, long in the tooth. I don't feel like there's like a celebrity like like that anymore. You know what I mean? Like, like that was like, and like, I mean, she was big with uh, Joe DiMaggio, too. He was like the, the premier baseball player at the time, too. There's really no Joe DiMaggio in this world. I mean, who would you say the number one baseball player that everyone knows about is? I guess, and I hate to say this, but it's, it's just the closest thing I can think of. I'm not attracted to her, but like she's been with she's been with baseball players, she's been with like actors. Is uh, Jennifer Lopez right? Okay, I was gonna go. Who's Verlander's wife? Kate Spade? No, Kate. Uh, Kate Upton. Kate Upton. Hmm. J Lo. Yes, I think J Lo. I feel like J Lo is more like the. Uh, uh, how would you say she's more like a. a Oh, a gilf, I guess you would say, right? She's a grandmother at this point, I think. Yeah, but just her status and what she's accomplished with people she's been with. True. You know? She does have quite the Rolodex of names. Like, she does she baseball players, actors. Um, yeah, she's musicians. I mean, I think she's uh, spanned the universe. Oh, she was with uh, Ben Affleck, and we were talking about off the, off the air a little bit about uh, his uh, assholeness. And uh, she was with uh, obviously A Rod and a baseball player, and she was she was with Mark Anthony, I believe, right? That's who she was married to. Yes. And um, um, oh, uh, Jennifer Aniston. She's ooh. been with everybody. Yeah, that could be another one too. No athletes though for Jennifer Aniston though. She she likes the musicians and the actors. I yeah, guess musicians and other actors. She stays in yeah. the Hollywood realm, but I think yeah, I think I think you hit it with J Lo. I think she pretty much scanned the whole universe with uh with uh, people of interest, if you will. Good for her. She looks great for 50, huh? I mean, she doesn't miss a beat. She's another one who made the deal with the devil. I wish I could look that I wish I could look at Eero when I was 50. You can tell she's got like a pound of makeup on constantly. Yeah. I mean, these girls look like train wrecks when they're off the camera. You know what I mean? Like, I, I can, how many really girls are there out there that really look phenomenal the way they look when they're all made up? You know what I mean? Guys, on the other I hand... Forgot. Look, I forgot she was with Diddy. She was with Diddy. Yeah, remember when uh, he got that that whole shooting went down at that uh, nightclub in New York City in the late nineties? That's right. Yeah, then yeah, that was uh that was Jenny from the Block days. Yeah, so she's uh she's been around, been around the world, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Isn't that a Mason Block? <laughs> Jenny from the Block. Yeah. So did you see the new thing that someone posted that her l- lyrics? in her new song literally translates to be I'm the little black girl on the neighborhood. 
or something like that nature. So there's a new song she has out, and she sings in Spanish, a certain verse, if you will. Uh, I guess you could read this on the Packy. It was on the Anatomy Post a couple days ago, packy.com for all your Packy needs. Um, And basically, they broke down the translation of the uh, song that she sings, and it literally says, "I'm the little black girl from the neighborhood, from the block, or from the neighborhood, or something of that nature." It's improperly translated to represent who she is. So everyone's questioning her, saying, "Jennifer Lopez." Question mark. Black girl? Pretty sure she was a hardcore Puerto Rican. From what I understand. I Google Jennifer Lopez black girl. I get some interesting pictures. I get some <laughs> mature gay porn is going to pop up as we talked about today at work. <laughs> yeah, that was weird. That was very weird. Much, it's a very, very unique niche. Mature gay porn. Anything popping up? Oh, yeah. Jennifer Lopez slammed for calling herself a black girl from the Bronx. Yes. Uh, She's been accused of appropriating black culture for years now, but this month a line from a new song, Lonely, from Colombian singer Maloma, where she refers to herself as a black woman, has sparked outrage on social media. That was my nickname in high school, Maloma. In in English, the line roughly, I'm not going to say the line, but it's just I can't pronounce it well. But it says, in English, roughly translates to, I'll always be your little black girl from the Bronx. That's something like that, yeah. Maybe maybe she was. I mean, she is dark-skinned. I mean, it is a color, right? I mean, obviously, she's not an African-American. She is a Latino. A latte. A latte. A Latinos and Puerto Ricans, they, do they differentiate themselves? I, I, or do they, because I know like Puerto Ricans like to be like, I'm a Puerto Rican. And they don't like to intermingle with the rest of the Latinos because they like, I feel like there's certain like classes of the Spanish that look down on other, other nations of the Spanish, of Latin America. And I only understand this from people I've worked with in the restaurant business. And like the Guatemalans don't like the Honduras and the Mexicans feel like they're better than the, than the you know, these people in the Puerto Ricans feel like they're the best because they're, they're half American, half Latino. I guess we would have to bring some Latino people on to correctly understand this because I'm just kind of. Well, I can, I can tell you. Okay. It's best to, it says it's best to use the terms like Mexican, Puerto Rican, or Cuban. Latino is a Spanish word that is short for Latino Americano, Latin American. It's actually more correct to say Latin American in English because English is not a gendered language. Okay. No, it isn't. Yeah. So gender language. You ever take a foreign language? Like uh, yeah. Spanish and English and uh, Spanish and Italian, like the end of an O or an A, like Latina. Latina. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. <coughs> Interesting. So uh, I guess if you meet a certain person of the Spanish nature, you call them from their correct nation. So if they're Cuban, you call them Cuban. If they're Puerto Rican, you call them Puerto Rican. If they're Mexican, you call them Mexican. You just learned that fun fact today on the ID84 show. Thank you, Adam, for bringing that to our attention. All right. That's that's keeping it cultural here. Keeping it cultural. But I think we should bring in our first guest right here. We're going to bring him in right now. Um, He is a veteran. He is also a voiceover artist, and he's joining us right now. Dane Reed, how are you doing, sir? Hey, guys. What's going on? Welcome to the ID84 show. Uh, Where are you joining us from tonight? From Atlanta, Georgia, live. (laughs) So since you're from Georgia, I have to ask one question. I'm actually from New York. I live in Atlanta, Georgia. Okay. Well, okay. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Since you're- you know, New Yorkers, we have a certain amount of pride about ourselves, right? No yeah. matter where we go, mm-hmm. we're New Yorkers. <laughs> it's like, How uh, you guys doing? 
we're, we're good. We're, and, and I would say we're similar. We're Bostonians and we carry the same pride as, as you, New York. Yes, yes, yes. I, I know you guys take the Red Sox and the Patriots everywhere you go. Right. We, we, <laughs> I know. For we better or worse. <laughs> live or die on them. So being in, how long have you been in Atlanta for? Um, gosh, half of my life now. Oh, actually. okay. So yeah. you, so the one question I ask everyone who joins us who's from or lives in Atlanta is, are the wings really that good? At Magic City. Oh, you no comment. <laughs> <laughs> that listen, that would require me admitting that I've been to Magic City, wouldn't it? And <laughs> don't, don't get don't get me in any trouble. You know, this internet right. stuff is permanent. You can plead the fifth. Hey, listen. I heard all the way to the twenty fifth. I heard the wings are great, and I'm just gonna leave that. So I'm <laughs> I'll just I'll just say that there there have been friends of mine who also said that the wings were pretty good there. All right, so we can confirm those lemon. I think the lemon pepper wings. The lemon pepper wings. There you go. Yeah, I heard those are good. We uh, I've never been to Magic City. I, I attempted to go once, um, but I here's the thing. I was highly intoxicated in Atlanta, and it was uh, it was closed. It was actually Adam was with me. It was we it was at the bachelor party. We had misjudged time. We'd got to Atlanta late. We were actually flew into Atlanta to drive to Florida for the bachelor party. And uh, we're, I was planning on taking us to uh, Magic City, but uh, the timing was just, just, just off, you know, so we missed out on it. But yeah. we'll make it there someday. So, <laughs> <laughs> so how was everything down in uh, GA down there for you? Is there any crazy times? You know, um, I think everybody is just dealing with a lot of the same things. Yeah. You know, um, we are uncertain right now. We don't know what's going to happen. We don't know, you know, uh, and everyone's just working hard, trying to stay afloat, you know, and trying to uh, advance for themselves and for their families. I think it's it's the same story, whether you're in Atlanta or whether you're in Boston or San Francisco or, or Montana, you know. Or, or, and it's, it's similar around the world, you know, you, as humans, we all share similar stories, whether we know it or not, you know? It's so, true. Yeah. It's a different perspective, different angle, a different camera angle, I guess you could say. Yeah. A reality show and everyone's just kind of doing their own thing under the same, uh, it's like Truman Show. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. like everything's yeah. going on, but it's the same. I can, yeah. I can definitely hear your voice, the voiceover stuff right there, the, the, the deep, yeah. spacey. Like, I could hear you say, like, you know, uh, listen to the Audi 84 show up next. On, uh, <laughs> yeah, man, you've been doing this for over over 20 years. So, I mean, how yeah. how did you get involved in this? Like, I mean, and how do you how did you figure out, like, you know what? Was it like you oh, like, man. I can impersonate this person. Like, how does someone get involved in something like that? You know, you know, what's real funny. Um, I've I've been talking to. um some friends lately and then I was talking to my mother recently about when I was a um when I was a four or five year old child and I have an older brother he used to mess with me just like older brothers do right and my mother would be at work and he and I would be fighting he's six or six and a half years older than me and he'd always win but I'd run to the phone and I'd call my mother and um my mother, after a while, she just let uh, her secretary deal with the problem, right? 
So she would never let me through. And I would, um, I'd be like, and I had a deep voice for a kid at the time, right? And so I'd be like, I want to talk to my mommy. I want to talk to my mommy. Well, you know, Dane, you can't talk to your mom right now. She's working. <laughs> and then in the background, you know, my brother's like punching me in the back of the head and stuff. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, um, so I figured it out, right? So one day I call instead of being like, I want to talk to my mommy. You know, oh. I, I called and I, she said, hello, uh, Marine Electric. And I said, hello, mask. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome that's awesome and you know so that's i guess that's the beginning of my voiceover career to an extent when i got to college um i majored in radio um my um my degree is in radio uh i interned at a radio station i had a had a uh, professor bill clark who was the first person to ever mention the word voiceover to me and um Bill actually has since passed, but the radio station that he was, the campus radio station that he um, was the program director for, um, which is a citywide station, I am the official voice of that station now. He never got a chance to uh, live to see me voice that station. But it's awesome. Yeah. College yeah. radio is, uh, is I, we, this whole show, this show started on college radio. Okay. In, in 2002, I was at uh, uh, UMass. So you've been around for a while. Oh yeah, WUML yeah. 91.5. It was a like, uh, like a 1500 watt station that really got like three, four towns around the college area on the FM dial. Uh, and yeah. uh, I was there for two years, and then I went over to uh, another college in downtown Boston that actually got banned from the FCC for violations that occurred early 90s, and they weren't allowing them to get a license anymore to broadcast. So internet radio was a thing that no one even thought about having to happen yet. And this is 2004. And we got together some IT guys from the uh, computer programming department. And they're like, oh, yeah, we could stream live over the internet. And people would just click a link and they hear you. And they're like, well, who can hear us? They're like, anyone can hear us. Like, any, you, you could be in China and hear right. right? So for people, it was, right. really, it was really tough to get the, the idea of like, no, you don't have to tune into a radio dial or your Walkman. All you have to do is log on to this website. And you can listen anywhere at any time. And that's how this pretty much got the show off. The, and we've been doing it on the internet ever since. I haven't been on terrestrial radio um, since we, I left in college and went to the other college and did it. And it's, it's the power of the internet. Basically, now, yeah, now it's everywhere. Now, every, now the terrestrial stations are marketing their online streams because it's more profitable. Absolutely. For them. So it's funny how things turn, but... Like, like, but get to the point of college radio. I mean, in college, you, you at least knew what you wanted to do. You, you well, at least you, you found your way into the, you know, Another, you know, I, I knew I wanted to do radio. Yeah. Voiceover had no idea. You know, I looked it up on the internet, which was nothing at the time. And I didn't get any information. So I left it alone. A couple of years later, um, I'm thinking about it. I was like, Hey, I remember Bill Clark telling me that I should do uh, voiceover. And I had a buddy, I'm in, I'm in New Orleans at the time, just um, at a convention. And my buddy calls me up just out of the blue, five minutes after that. And he says, hey, man, I think you should do voiceover. And I was like, that's weird. Yeah. You know? So it was like, 
well, let me try this voiceover stuff out. So I, I got back to Atlanta. Uh, I looked, did some more research on the internet. I called up someone who was local here in Atlanta and she told me what I needed to do in order to get started with voiceover. I needed to record a demo, which in today's times are just absolutely wrong. You need to get started if you're gonna get started uh, by getting coaching. Mm-hmm. Because the first uh, part, the most important part about voice acting is not the voice, it's the acting part. Mm-hmm. So uh, what they're looking for nowadays is someone who can just act, someone who can just sound like the guy next door, the girl next door, uh, whatever role that they're casting for, they want normal sounding people who can sell a product or who can convey an idea that, and don't appear like you're selling the product without being salesy, yeah. without um, being announcery or anything like that. Yeah, they want natural. just natural. The same way that we're having this conversation right now, they want a voice actor that conveys um, a message and makes the person who's listening feel comfortable. So then, are you acting now? (laughs) (laughs) And he's really good at it, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I got to wonder, though. I mean, you've done over 10,000 projects, man. Like, do you, every once in a while, you just like, because I know, I'd I'd be so sick of hearing myself talk. That's a lot of work. Like, do you ever, or do you ever, like, lose your voice? And you're like, oh, wait, I have to work tomorrow. Like, you just have to practice a lot. I've been sick. I've been sick. And had, you know, days worth of work to do. Um, and, you know, you just try to play it off and you just, ah, uh, you know. <laughs> 90, 95.3 FM, the great, you know. You just have to press on because, you know, these uh, clients are uh, depending on you. And there's... Um, and I'm sure there's a lot of competition out there as well, too. So, I mean, I, I feel like in your, your field, once you get a nice gig and, and you get familiar with from people, you know, you, you're pretty, you, you have a good there, right? Or is it, is a lot of it like, you know, every day you're looking over your back that the new young guy coming out of college is going to steal your voiceover job? Yeah. So, um, first of all, there are always new people who want to do voiceover um, with the pandemic. Anytime there's an economic downturn, Um, people start thinking, hey, I can do voiceover, you know, Um, no experience, no idea uh, what it takes. Voiceover for me for um, is a business. And so um, I run it just like a business. Um, But for a lot of people, it's, uh, it's an acting gig. So you have your agent, and your agent secures jobs for you. And, and, you know, you're just the talent. Uh, I'm a little bit of everything. And so that's that's the accumulation of so much work because I'm a little bit of everything. I'm the guy who produces local ads. I'm the guy who does people's voicemails. I'm the guy who's doing the Pepsi ads right now. Um, I'm the guy doing, gosh, some pretty big companies. Um, so it's a range. I'm the guy who is just on regular videos. Um, I've done documentaries. I've done, uh, I've done a ton of stuff. I produce commercials as well. So when you uh, add up just the commercials that I've, I've produced and been the voice of, 
it's enormous, you know, and then you, you look at the other stuff. So uh, for me, I've carved out my place by being versatile, Kyle. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't want to get into this business right now. Yeah. You know, it's highly competitive. Um, to jump into it right now, people would feel like they had to uh, sell their souls or, you know, sell themselves short in order to get into it. And uh, I, I just wouldn't want to be in that position right now, you yeah. know. Yeah. As, a whole, as a whole, the radio business itself is not what it used to be. You know, it's yeah. a dying, the podcast, the killing the radio star, I guess you could say. Yeah um because people want stuff on demand i mean you know you're, you're limited to the radio in your car driving to work sometimes and even that gets replaced by satellite or, or podcast too so Absolutely. radio industry is a tough one um and but for someone who's like as versatile as you you seem to establish a bunch of areas in which you can you know if something is falling short on one you could always come and go and do something else and which is the way you get to survive, right. I guess, in, in business world, right? The more versatile. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, one of my mentors told me you got to have um, two jobs and four hustles, basically. And so that's how I look at uh, the voiceover industry. You know, I'm a radio imaging guy, um, but I'm also a narrator. Very, very, very different kinds of voiceover. Uh, one is a hard-hitting, you know, announcery over the top. And then the other one is, if you look into the woods, you'll see a fawn. That's actually funny to me. Oh, 96.7 a.m. You know, the other one is, you know, night. We're going to, you know, I mean, this is all really different. That, that leads me to my question, actually, because you, you mentioned how it's a business and you're, and you're reading. Have you ever had to read for something where you're like, this is weird, like or in a tone or in a way that maybe you didn't want to read it that way, but you were told that's how you have to. Like, is, is there anything you've ever read for that you're just like, well, it's a little weird, you know? Um, you know, I, I really never have confessed this. And then I'm going to confess it over the Internet, right? This <laughs> Let's do it, I guess, right? You don't have to say, well, what, uh, what, what, what's wrong with me? Or, or what's, so, what's so good about you guys? You make me feel so comfortable, right? <laughs> or something like that. You're like, oh, so give me early, Yeah, so early on in my career, when I was, you know, searching for work, I was just like, whatever, work is work. And I actually did some uh, erotic stuff. Nice. Right? And, um, work? yeah, so... <laughs> like the phone, no, listen, the phone operator. Like, hey, what are you wearing today? <laughs> <laughs> well, no, no, not that. But like um, some some animation or oh, erotic stuff. Okay, <laughs> interesting. And so I'm on the phone with the director, and yeah, so it's very weird when they tell you, okay. So you need to sound like you're, you know, yeah. you're doing this act, right? <laughs> <laughs> Without actually being in the act, I could see that no, feeling a little right. unnatural. Yeah. But you need to sound like it, right? Yeah. So, you know, I, I start, you know, I, I'm, I start acting, right? And I got her on the phone, but I got the microphone in front of me and, and I'm acting. And, um, you know, 
for her to tell me like, okay, no, no, no. I don't want you to do it like that. Do it like this. You know? <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> faster, harder, faster. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how I'd be able to respond to that. That was definitely, um, that was definitely um, some weird stuff. Um, I can imagine. How do you get, you, you, <laughs> when you act, you have to get into the zone, right? So you feel you gotta like, get into right? the zone. now you're like, all right, we get the lights down low. I'm sitting here. And yeah, like, the candles. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then here's the contrast to it. Also early on in my career, around the same time, I was also doing Bible verse ringtone. So that was. <laughs> wow. That's awesome. Yeah. Covering all elements of the audio world. Yeah. yeah. How much? Not on the same day. Yeah. Not on the same day. How much do you like it now that with the modern technology we have and now the, all the advantages, especially because of COVID, uh, we have to be forced to work from home, that you don't have to go to a recording studio anymore. You could literally set up a studio in your home and never leave and kind of just do a gig in San Francisco on the same day you're doing a gig in New York. And it's not like you have to travel anymore and you have to lay down your record. It's like, is it easier for you? Do you like it better? Do you feel like there's more available work? Yeah, so um, I don't know if you guys know, like I, 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 it may have been in my, you know, bio or whatever, but I am a traveler, right? Yeah. Like I am, I am an avid traveler and this fits my lifestyle uh, really well. Um, I have a studio here, which I'm in right now. I got my microphone here that I pull down, uh, you know, headphones, all of this stuff in front of me. And um, so this is the stuff that I keep here in the studio, but there are also, I also have equipment that I travel with. Okay. And um, I have recorded voiceovers uh, literally all over the world. It's awesome. Yeah. Awesome. I, I don't think I've been to a country that I wasn't required. Someone didn't call me uh, to do some work. I think the only place that I've been that I didn't work was in China. And that's just because the internet connection, you know, they, they banned the internet connection. Yep, yep. So I wasn't able to get my emails and stuff like that. So uh, it wasn't until I got to Hong Kong that I was able to work. So, but I, I've worked pretty much everywhere. So it's like, the, so, and I'm the same way too. I hate working from home. I have the ability to work from home. I don't like it. I like to be, I like to go I, to the I office, love it. travel. I love, I love not having to go to an office or, yeah. you know, do certain hours. You do it no. you can free your yeah. yeah, it's awesome. The only thing is, you know, sometimes when other people are sleeping, I'm working. Yeah. yeah. It's like being an entertainer, though. It's not always the way, though. I mean, radio, you got to work that graveyard shift once in a while, you know, you got to. Yeah. You know, Tonight, actually, when I'm finished with you guys, I, I am actually going to uh, get finished with some work. I got uh, stuff in front of me. Yeah. Uh, voiceover. I got a voiceover for a station and, and some work. Some auditions that I need to do that are also important. You know, so, uh, so you were also a veteran. Is that no, right? no, no, not me. No, um, my my brothers. Um, I have a active military. My my um, my old my middle brother is actually about to retire from the Marines. Okay, I do come from a, a military family. Okay, maybe that's my what that was in the military. Um, and my, uh, I have another, 
most of my brother, mo most of my uncles came uh, to this country as immigrants and, and served in the military um, as soon as they could. Yeah, so I, I come from a deep military family. Nice. I guess we got a got our info mixed up a little bit from our uh, info guy. I was like, oh, he's a veteran. Oh, it's okay. It's all right. Fire. Fire. <laughs> We're almost there. You come from a military family. So there you go. That makes sense right there. It's awesome. Yeah. So uh, what are you, uh, you work in anything that you're, you're, you're I know you're, you're selling your voice all over the world um, to radio stations, coast to coast. Uh, are you working on any projects that you can, people can download or they're available or podcasts or anything of that nature? You know, uh, I'm, it's, it's a funny thing. I, I was talking about this. People always ask, is there anything that you're working on? And it's, and it's, it's funny because it's kind of like going into a regular office yeah. um, when people go to their regular office and they do their office work and they come home. People say, hey, how was your day? But they don't say, hey, which papers did you push, right? Um, for me, I do a lot of projects. I do a lot of things that come in um, all day, every day. Sometimes I don't even remember uh, projects. Sometimes I hear myself on the radio, I'm in the car, and I'm like, oh, snap, I did that. Right? <laughs> That's me. <laughs> I mean, you're, you've got a lot of clients here, man. Like, I'm on your website. I mean, I, this, it's like Acura. We got Buffalo yeah. Wild Wings, Coca Cola, Comcast, Intercom, yeah. Goodyear, Honda, Kia. <laughs> yeah. So I've done a lot of I've done a lot of car stuff. Uh, Burn off. It's everything. Yeah, I've done um, I've done a lot of car stuff, a lot of radio imaging stuff. Um, just just a lot of different things, man. It's it's been it's been a fun ride. Yeah. You know, it's been a fun ride. Very big accomplishment, man. That's awesome. Yeah. Now, yeah. Since your voice is your life, do you have your voice insured? You know what? I don't. Oh. I don't. I, I know. I know of only one voiceover talent. I know of of only one voiceover talent. Yeah. Uh, maybe there are more that I know who just haven't told me. Mm -hmm. But um, I only know one who has their voice insured. That's yeah. your, your bread and butter right there. I mean, because I hear people getting their hands and shit, like hand, hand models and stuff. And like people who do like, I, it's, a, it's, an, it's a weird thing, but it makes sense when you think about it economically, yeah. right? Because like, 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 for example, look at like, uh, we were talking about Phil Collins earlier today. And uh, Phil Collins is deaf in his ear. He can't play music anymore, but he's a right. musician. So at that point, like, how do you continue work? You know, like, God forbid something happened, you lost your voice. It's like, damn, good thing I got that insured. You know, I just, I, does Geico have, have uh, policies for voice? I, no, I have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea. I, I would, I, I that I don't know. Sure. But, uh, <laughs> but, you know, look, you know, if anything happens to my voice, it's a good thing I can sew. So, you know, <laughs> I don't know. There you go. Okay. That I shape of that. Maybe you, I can be a hand model. I don't know. <laughs> are, you, are you on uh, any radio stations up in Boston that we, me, me and Adam might hear you as we're driving around that you know of? No. It could be. You don't even know. Boston. It could be an advertisement, like a national advertisement on the radio, and it just be put on there, right? You know what? There, there is a campaign that's running right now uh, with my voice on yeah. it that is national. Uh, probably do hear it, um, but I can't tell you what it is. We're gonna have to figure it out ourselves. Yeah, I can't. I can't disclose because for some of these companies, mm -hmm. uh, especially the the national ones, you sign NDAs. Okay. 
Makes sense. Yeah. Well, we just have to go figure no, it out our own. We're going to hear that voice and we'll get home. Like, you think that was Dane? Like, it sounds like Dane. That's kind of crappy. So, like, what about, like, five years? After it runs, though, then can you say, oh, I did this for this? You know, I may say, hey, I've done this company without discussing any details of the ad. Gotcha. Okay. Even, like, five years later, you couldn't say anything like, after it's run its course? Perhaps. I haven't, you know, it, it's not something that's that's been so pressing to me. Like I yeah. said, you know, you in VO, you do the work, you write it down, you say, hey, I've done that, and it just adds to your list of clients that, you know, okay. that you don't work for and you keep going, you know? Yeah. But Dave, yeah. thank you for joining us today. It was a very interesting talk. Hey, guys, you, thanks, thanks for coming and I'm you glad know. you were able to share your story of erotica with us. We really appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if you guys uh, ever want to know anything about, you know, voiceover, if anybody, you know, on your show wants to know about voiceover, log on to my, my website. Which, which anyway, website? Share it with everyone today. Media.com, D-A-N-E-R-E-I-D-M-E-D-I-A.com. Or, you know, if you need a voiceover talent, definitely, you know, Message me on the website and uh, yeah, we can chat. Sounds good, man. Well, thank you again for joining us. Tonight. It was awesome talking to you, man. Awesome talking to you, man. It was nice meeting you. All right, brother. Stay Thanks, safe man. down there in ATL. I'm, I'm going to do my best. You guys stay out of the, I was going to say stay out of the cold, but yeah, it's, true. <laughs> it's coming. Listen, if, you guys, if you guys come down to the warmth yep. and you just want to hang out, right, you know where to find me. Hell yeah. Yeah, man. You can't wear, listen, you can't wear that Patriot shirt, though. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was wearing my red shirt. We'll negotiate something, all right? <laughs> Good. Oh, man. All right. Thanks, Dane. Take it easy, bro. Thanks, all right, guys. Y'all take- nice to meet you. All right. Dane Reader. What a funny guy, huh? Good guy. I'm glad we were able to break his story of erotica. I'm glad I was able to get the erotica thing out of him. I'm That's pretty cool. Because yeah. you got to do stuff like that, right? When you're coming up, because you're doing these jobs and you're just looking for yeah, anything. Yeah, you got to take any job you can get. Yeah. I mean, how many jobs have we taken? That, I mean, you worked at Burger King. I worked at the Albon Pan. All right. City jobs along the way. And, you have to. But, uh, yes, Dane Reed, everyone. Check him out. Um, another typo for the Ryan Glover uh, information. Um, well, it, it was kind of right. I mean, I, you know I was on his, I'm on his website right now. I was looking at it earlier. He's got like samples of uh, some of his stuff on it. What was his website again? I think a little bit got broken up as we were coming when he was plugging it. What's, what's it up? Uh, uh, Dane Reed, D-A-N-E Reed, R-E-I-D media.com. And like his, he's got demos of his voice in certain like clubs and live announcing and urban hip hop and industrial narration like on his website, like right on the main page, just demos. He has a voiceover voice if, if that was the that's the that's the voice right there, nice deepy, yeah. bassy voice, not my fucking whaley voice, my no, my nasally uh, Rivera Boston accent, fucking half Guido voice that just struggles to even entertain with, with our crappy Massachusetts Boston accents. Yeah. yeah, he's got like yeah the list of clients he has. It just goes on and on. Like keeps going. Sirius, Smirnoff, Sprite, Toyota, Walmart. Like it's just going on and on. <laughs> I bet we heard his voice so many times and we just don't even know it. You know what Probably. I mean? Probably. Interesting. Oh, God, I hear the, the child has just awoken. I hear <coughs> it. Over. Ooh.
COVID. I can, I'm picking him up on the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> he wanted to be on the show tonight, but we were, we wasn't allowed to. Oh. The child. Henry. Oh, okay. I was gonna say. All right. We're gonna probably we talk. We're gonna prop him up in the seat. He was just gonna make a lot of noise. You know, he was like, Whoa. Yeah, and eventually he could cry and fussy and want his bottle or something. Yeah. Such a baby. <laughs> Damn grown kid. What a baby. <laughs> yeah. But um so speaking of erotica, we should bring on our next guest who's waiting in the uh, waiting room right now. Um let's bring her on. She is uh let's I wish we had uh Ryan because he really does these intros really, really well. You know what I mean? Like he really like works them up. Do you do you want to give a shout out for her introduction? I need I need to pull up her bio. Um yeah. but I can. I would be more than happy to. Yeah, let's um, uh let's just introduce her, Sheena Rose. I'm getting like a couple people named Sheena Rose. I don't know. I, I don't want to be wrong and introduce <laughs> someone else. There she is. Sorry for the other. Uh, she's like in position. She's just hanging out. What's up, Sheena? How are you doing? Sheena, what is going on? You have a lot of awards. Look at that. Okay, there we go. I can there you go. How are you doing? Thank you for joining the Yacht 84 show tonight. Hi, thank you. How are you? Doing good. 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 Uh, where are you joining us from? I am in Las Vegas. Oh, the West Coast. Adam won. We kind of like a bad one where you were because over the course of the show, we've had several entertainers and stuff like that. And Vegas seems to be the number one spot or California in that area because I guess that's where all the work is. But we've gotten some Wildcats. We've gotten Ohio and Pennsylvania and New Jersey. Canada. And Canada. So, I mean. Oh, wow. <laughs> well, I am Vegas. Yeah. Where well, are you guys? Adam, actually. We're Boston. Adam, I could have cheated because on her bio right here, it does say Las Vegas, Nevada. So I didn't uh, see that. So you got a freebie right there because I would have called that one right there. How are things out in Las Vegas? Are things, uh, as cr- I, heard, I hear Las Vegas isn't exactly what Las Vegas typically is these days with all the yeah. and stuff. You know? It's still pretty fine, though. I mean, it's all right. I guess there's like uh, like the clubs and stuff still aren't open, but they're starting to let people in the sports arenas and stuff. So. That's good. It's a step in the right direction, I guess you could say. Yeah. And things have been open. Like I've been able to get my hair and nails done for a couple months now and um, teeth whitened and like, you know, things like I can go back to the tanning salon. Like, so things have been open for a couple months now. It's just, I guess, things that are, they're, they're even opening up convention centers soon. They just have, um, they just have like restrictions. Yeah. 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 I think SEMA's going to be going on. I have a friend who lives out there. He is actually on the radio and TV out there on uh, one of the local networks. And uh, he tells me, living in Vegas, he barely ever goes to the Strip. Do you have you? Are you adopted this? Are you from Las Vegas, or you, have you had? No, you- I'm from California, but uh, I've lived in Vegas for like eight and a half years now. And no, I don't ever go out there. And I honestly live far as fuck from the city too. Like That's I cool. live. Um, I don't know if you are you familiar with Vegas at all. A little, a little bit. I mean, if you're yeah. in the city, I could probably figure it out geographically in my head. A little bit. Well, I'm in um I'm in Centennial Hills, like northwest. I'm like literally an exit away from Mount Charleston. If you've ever yeah, Mount Charleston, yeah, okay. Yeah, gone to Mount Charleston. So I'm really far from the city anyway, and it has to be like a real special occasion for me yeah. to go out there. <laughs> Makes sense. Do you, do you find Las Vegas as your area just because of your career? Is that basically what brought you there? or was it- um, No, because that's not what brought me here. When I moved to Vegas, I was vanilla. I was like working at Walgreens. And I moved here because it was 
I've always visited because my sister had lived here for like 10 years and, um, or like 12 years. And then I just, one day I just got really upset and I left California and I just moved to Vegas and that was that and transferred jobs and I stayed here. <laughs> well, that's not just that. I mean, how do you get involved? Like, oh, I just moved here, went to Walgreens, and now I'm in porn. <laughs> <laughs> right. I know, no, that's a, that's so that's a good question. So I had always like wanted to be a model. I was um like I remember when I was 18 and I was I had a boyfriend who just was not about it. He was just like, and I was like, uh-huh. And so when I was 20 and I moved to Vegas, um, I had like, I was on model mayhem and like these websites where you can just meet up with photographers and shoot. So mm-hmm. I was shooting modeling stuff and then, um, and then I became a suicide girl. So that was my first like nude photo shoot, anything I ever did. And, um, and then after that, I was just like, so I had always known that I was like meant to be in the adult industry. I was just kind of worried about what people were going to think or what people would say or whatever. And then I was like, I don't really care. I'm just going to do what I was doing. Cause I was so broke. Like, I, I was so broke. And while I was working at Walgreens, I actually started like escorting and stuff from seeking, seeking arrangement and stuff. So I was already like, okay, I think I'm ready to just do this. Put toe in the water, ready to go. Yeah. 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 Like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cause I thought I was going to be really uncomfortable with someone shooting me nude and it just felt so right. Like, honestly, when I do shoots now and it's like, you know, clothed to completely naked, I'm more confident once all the clothes are off. Interesting. Well, because you're in your you're in your space. It's your you're used to it. Again, it's like a like a cook being in the kitchen, right? You're ready to go. If you're good at doing something, or it's like you're naturally uh, able to do, then it's uh, nice and easy. I guess you could say, right? That makes sense. Exactly. Yeah. I I personally uh, love the industry, like from all aspects of it. I've never had any bad experiences. I can't speak for any everybody, but I like I love doing what I do now. But I'm just I webcam model and content create now. So everything I do is like what I want to do. I don't have to follow the rules of anyone else anymore. So you're like an independent contractor, essentially. So you pretty much <laughs> whatever you so how did the gigs come around? So like we've had a, a few on the show and we always ask like, so are you with, do you have an agent or is it something you have a regular contract to film X amount of films with or something like that? Or? Yeah. So like back when I uh, was doing mainstream boy girl porn, cause I had stopped doing that in 2016 when I decided that I was going to work on myself for myself and um, so back then, I never had an agent that I signed with, but I had agents help me. So my first shoots were actually from a photographer that just kind of knew Joanna Angel and like helped me get shot like shots with her and like perform for her website. Mm-hmm. And then um, after that, in like a couple agents that were from Miami contacted me through Twitter, and I basically bought like a one way ticket to Miami, and they just kind of helped book all my shoots there. And that that's kind of what like jump started my career in like the adult entertainment industry. So wait, how long you were in Miami for? Was it just like you? I was in Miami for like a few months on, okay. and like I was just gone. And then I would come back, and then I would go back to Miami to shoot again. And so, like, and at the time, uh, my sister who lived in Vegas, when I moved to Vegas that same month, she like moved to Florida. So at the time, she lived in Fort Lauderdale. So I was just staying with her, and it was very easy. Florida. 
Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was just saying, how does, I, I feel like there's certain questions we always ask, you yeah. know, um, people in the adult industry, because I'm always to curious too, like, how does, how does something like this affect like your personal, like your love life? We find that a lot of people date within the industry, um, but some of them don't, you know, and it's just, it's always a question I'm curious to ask. Yeah, I mean, I I have, like, when I first got into porn, I, I met this porn male porn star on set, and I, like, dated him for, like, five months, but over the past almost seven years, I've been uh, with my same person, and he's not in the industry at all. Like, he is completely civilian. He does, like, the only industry things he does is help me, so he's, like, does my camera or, like, uh, films for me or does my lighting and stuff like that, <laughs> yeah. so, takes my photos, like, things like that, but he's not industry at all and did you is he cool with it or it that was oh yeah i mean i i uh the relationships won't work if they're not cool with it because at the end of the day like who the fuck wants to get off cam you know you just webcam four or five hours in a night and who wants to get off and like go to their partner and their partner be mad at them or angry like i I do this five times a week you know like of course i wouldn't be with him if he wasn't okay I'm curious too about some of the criteria of how they judge some of these awards here that you've won. I'm, I'm looking at like, okay, so I mean, you can you can say best ass that that's easy to gauge, but like, what yeah. about best oral and perfect vagina? Like, how do they how do they gauge that? Like, how, I didn't even <laughs> win those. I am an award losing cam girl, which is very sad. But uh, <laughs> but those I believe those are fan voting. Okay. Yeah, uh, so I think like people are curious. just like, oh, she's my favorite. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna vote her. Yeah, nominated, for yeah, for several Inked Awards in 2014. Yeah, nominated yeah. for just different lots of X biz and all kinds of things, but never won. But one day I will. One day you'll get that. That's you right. Do you ever get recognized like uh, out and about? Like, say you're at Walgreens. You know, back, you know, yeah. Like, hey. <laughs> yeah, back in the day, uh, especially like, man. Mm, 2013 2014 probably like really 2014 I was really out there like really out there on Instagram and doing everything that I could and that's when I was also doing like more mainstream work and I remember during those times like when I would be alone at a casino or like heading to a shoot or something I would get recognized all the time and now I still do but no one comes up to me anymore like nowadays it's like I did go by somebody in the gas station and he was like he just looked at me and was like hey I like your videos and I was like oh thanks (laughs) but like um there had been like many many times where I would be like on my way to a shoot or like in a casino or something and then I would get a message on Twitter or like an at on Twitter and they'd be like oh I just saw you at Caesars Palace da, 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 da. and I'd be like oh well, why didn't you come say hi <laughs> you know what it is it's very so if, as you got so much so much more famous and you know you got more followers and stuff but it's a intimidation thing I, I would believe people are probably like a little shy to go up you know what I mean like ah but she doesn't want to talk to me she's doing all this stuff like this you know what I mean Adam and I would no, we would just be like, yeah, whatever. Well, my next question is, would you want them to come up to you and talk to you? Because I'm sure with that comes a lot of strange people. Yeah, I mean, I, I truly, I honestly don't care as long as they're not like weird. Like I remember one time a guy like ran up to me and was like begging me to go up in his room and do coke with him, and I was like, yeah, like you gotta leave me alone. (laughs) That actually, his name wasn't Eric, was it? Sounds like a guy that me and Adam know. That would would be that's an exact line though. I think I've heard him say before to someone. So I'm like, (laughs) in Vegas. That's hilarious. 
Interesting. Yeah, there's so that's like a pretty crazy. But I have had people that just like come up and are like, "Hey, da da da, how are you?" And like, that's fine. I mean, I remember uh, one time being on Fremont Street and I was like walking with some friends and someone came up and recognized me and my friend and we just went and like smoked a blunt with them. Yeah. So. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, I don't, I don't care as long as you're nice. And I think a lot of people don't want to say anything because I will be with my partner or like maybe a photographer and they're just not sure who it is. Like maybe it's my dad or like, you know, something like that. So I think sometimes people are like kind of scared of like who I'm with and they don't want to disrespect. Well, the guys with the guys without you, you know? Yeah, he guys walking around with his wife and he sees he's like, I can't go up to her and say anything. She doesn't know I'm watching this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Speaking of dads, though, does your family know what you do? Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, I, the day that I decided, I, I had just, I posted on Facebook for the world to know before I even shot my first scene. Good I was for like, you. this is what's going to happen. I'm going to do this. And if you don't like it, I don't care. Because I, I was like, like, I never, like, my parents and stuff, they don't care. Like, my mom is my number one fan. And my dad did care because he knew that I could have done whatever I wanted to do in life. But then when he recognized, like, this is what I want to do, and he realized that it was very lucrative for me, he was just kind of like, all right, she's a businesswoman. Now he talks to me about it. Now he'll like call me up and be like, I got an idea for a porn scene. And I'm like, shut the oh fuck my up. God. <laughs> <laughs> not not like for me, but like just in general, like he's just like, I got a great idea. And I'm like, no, and it's never good. He's just an idiot. That, 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 this is like a first. This has never happened. <laughs> the first, like, everybody we've had on is like, oh, they kind of know or they don't know or maybe they know. Oh no, man! Like I, like I've been on Vivid Radio Station before, and like I remember my mom like texting me, and she's like, "I'm trying to call in," and I'm like, "Don't you fucking dare!" Like, stop. <laughs> what's your background? Catholic, Jewish? Uh, where? Where? Uh, I am. I am Jewish, but like as far as religion goes, actually nothing. Like my dad yeah. is Italian, and my mom is Jewish, and I actually just did my 23 in me. And I thought that I was going to be more Italian than I was Jewish, but it turns out that I am more of a Jew than I am an Italian. People always think I'm a Jew and I'm not. Are you Italian? I think it's, my, I think it's the nose. I have the, the bump right here and people always think I'm Jewish. But I'm my not. boss calls him Jewish all the time. I know. I'm like, I'm not. Not Jewish. <laughs> it's funny you said about the 23 and me and you thought you were going to be more Italian. I think everyone I've talked to who've done it, including myself, thought we were going to be more Italian than it actually shows up. Which just makes it both the Italians are a bunch of mutts that just intermingle all these years, and then you carry on like you're the last name or some kind of you know trade or some family member that you know, and then you, you, from there it's like oh yeah I'm like a quarter Italian, and you find out you're like a tenth, they're like wow what the hell was going on five six yeah yeah exactly that's I was so worried actually dude like I was actually terrified of doing it because I was afraid that it was going to come back and I wasn't going to be any Italian or any Jewish and I was like I'm going to be lied to the whole entire life (laughs) like you know this is not going to be good and then I got it and I was pleasantly surprised because majority of me is those two things mainly the Jew and then the Italian and then the rest of me is like broadly northwestern european which um which is funny because i thought i was going to be more german because my dad thought that he was he thought he was half german and i'm like mm, someone lied to you because i am gee, very very little <laughs> like he thought he was half italian half german but he's just mainly uh an italian an Italian Jew that sounds like you should grew up in Long Island. That's like the perfect thing out there, right? <laughs> I always I always thought because of what I was, I should have been on the East Coast. Like yeah. 
because that's where all the fucking cool Italian Jew people are. <laughs> so I'm sure you have, like, I could think of Goodfellas when, uh, when, uh, Henry Hill was going to pick up, uh, Karen, he had the, the Italian, cr- yeah, the, the pepper on his uh, neck. And she's like, I, yeah, I told my mother you're half Jewish. And she's like, <laughs> I heard you're half Jewish, just the good side, you know? So, yes, that's a very Long Island thing, Italian Jew. So I'm sure your relatives are, came from the, they came from the East Coast at some point. They decided California was probably a lot better. Yeah, yeah that's actually true. Um, my, my aunt, she was born before my mom, but she was born in New Jersey. And uh, that is that's the jew of my my that is the jew of them and then my dad his uh mom is like first generation italian okay and then not really sure about much of his dad his dad died when he was like really young so not really sure about much of that but yeah i mean i always just figured like i should have been i watched like jersey shore and delicious and <laughs> fucking all of those shows the the mob wives and everything and they're yeah. all from the east coast you were one move away from not from being possibly on the jersey shore i mean it's a possibility you know <laughs> that would be really funny huh <laughs> when, uh, when you're not doing porn though like what what do you like to do in your spare time when you're not doing porn <sighs> it's like it's crazy because like my whole life really does just consist of work it's like if i'm not filming or on webcam i'm like editing or like writing out descriptions or something but if it's not that i am so lazy i like to smoke weed and i like to get massages and i like to fucking sleep and <laughs> well you like what you like then, then do it you know, <laughs> you know? sometimes ah, i do like to like sometimes go like on hikes and like see nature and stuff though yeah. that's like probably the one activity that i do does the heat get you in las vegas like because I, I mean I, oh god yeah it's such a swing though because like in the summer it could be you know, I, I was at Vegas at three o'clock in the morning. It was 110 degrees outside. But then you go like, say, in like December or January, it could go down to like it snows sometimes there. Oh, yeah. That's the whole. That's like the whole desert thing. Desert weather is so fucking weird. Like it's uh, yeah, that's how it's exactly how it is. Like in the summertime, it can be 113, 115 degrees. Yeah. And then in the wintertime, it's like 30 degrees. It's unbelievable. Right now is the most perfect time. Like it's gonna be like this for a few weeks. It's like eighty degrees, and then it's gonna go to freezing. This goes to hell. Jesus. But it's freezing over there on the East Coast where y'all are from. It's not right now. No, it was like seventy today. Oh, we <laughs> well, for you that might be freezing. We have a weird heat wave coming this last couple of days. We're not quite sure why, but it'll drop down to. Uh, it'll get to our car in the morning when we go to work, and it'll be six a.m. and it'll be about forty-three degrees out probably tomorrow morning. So. Oh yeah, my god! So we get used to it after a while. We 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 get about uh what do they say seven good weeks. You think Adam that we get in the whole entire year seven beats. Sad weeks. but true, yeah. Yeah, it's like that seven. is sad. That's horrible. But honestly, if you consider the heat terrible, Vegas is probably the same. The heat in the winter, it's like yeah. ugh, between those two. I mean, like the time in between summer and winter, it's like a few weeks. That's good, and then in between winter and summer like those little few weeks those are good and i'm pretty sure those are called fall and spring but that doesn't exist here yeah yeah it's like that's not it but it's a uh, it's finally right now it's like 80 degrees so i want to go to a park and walk my dog tomorrow there you go we're dying from dehydration from the hot summer race <laughs> yeah. you're a patriots fan Yes, oh, yeah. Yeah, we are. you're from Boston, you said, right? 
right it's like it's like a it's a birthright you know what i mean if you yeah are you like happy that cam newton is your quarterback now i'm not i'm not upset and, and you know what, I, I appreciate that comment because we had an adult star on last week and we mentioned she was from oakland and i mentioned them losing their football team to your people in vegas and she had no idea so wow she had no idea she had no idea but Yes. That's like well, that's like the biggest thing out here in Vegas right now is like it's because we just built that stadium and it's beautiful insane. stadium. Yeah, um, yes, I am happy that Cam's there. Um, I'm upset that we lost Tom, but I guess if you have to, you know, it's like losing a girlfriend and finding a new girlfriend. I guess so, yeah. So like again, again, do it, but but not necessarily better. Maybe it's a lateral move, but I don't know. But uh, I love Tom Brady. Like I mean, the Patriots aren't my team or nothing. But like at the end of the day, the like it, the best player is the best player, and it's like you know Kobe Bryant or Michael Jordan for yeah. the NBA. Well, he's from California. Are you from Northern California, or Southern California? No, Southern California. Okay, so he's, yeah, he's from the Bay Area, I guess. Yeah, I'm more. I was uh, born in like Victorville area. Do you know? No, where's okay. Victorville? It's like on your way, if you're driving from Las Vegas to Los Angeles, it's on the way. It's in the middle. It's a desert. I've stopped in Boston, I believe is the town in California. Like going from Oh, Barstow. Boston, yeah. And I've yeah, Barstow's right before that. So it's like literally like you would go to Barstow and then drive like 30, 40 minutes and you'd be to the high desert. I, yeah, I've it's been part there. of San Bernardino County. So it's okay. Yes, yeah. exactly. I've been there and I've been Pradump Nevada. Pradump. Perump, yes. <laughs> why did you Why did you go to Perump? Were you in Vegas? I was in Vegas. I was actually driving to California from Vegas. And oh yeah. We were. I was. I was taking a road trip, and I was told, um, I we I, I needed. To, well, I was doing an old radio show back in the day. It was called the Adult Entertainment Radio Show, which actually would have felt into the category of this a little bit better. Um, but uh, my co-host Jr. wanted me to go to the chicken ranch to take a picture in front of it, in Perump. So I was on my way, so I stopped, and I didn't realize that it's literally a small little town in the middle of nowhere, about 45 minutes from Vegas. Like, you drive, and then one of my uh, radio heroes, Art Bell, actually broadcast all his shows from Perum, too. He, that's where he lived. Wow. He had his whole studio there, so it was, I kind of went, and then I went to his house. I didn't go to his house. I took a picture in front of his house. But. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember if it's Perump or Prim. It's one of the two. Honestly, I don't even know. They might even be the same thing. Yeah. But uh, they have like a rule there where if you do not work there, you cannot live there. Interesting. So it's like very small. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's a very well, tiny town in, in the middle of the desert. I've also been to Rachel, Nevada. Which is like where the Area Fifty One, the alien oh, yeah. stuff is. I uh, I, I I drove from Vegas to Reno once by myself, and oh, uh, shit. I stopped in Rachel, which is about the halfway point on three ninety five. I believe it's called the Extraterrestrial Highway. I believe that's what yeah. alien nerds call it. But uh, I'm gonna tell you, one of these days, I would like to camp out for the night in the middle of the desert out there, like in an RV or something like that, just because it's like it's wild out there. I mean, that would be a lot of fun. I can only imagine, like, I, 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 I've lived in Vegas. If I lived in Vegas, that's what I'd do. I'd go out there and, like, camp out in the middle of the desert. Cause it's so freaky because it's so much, like, it's that's the opposite of what, what I'm used to, like, with woods and stuff like that. You know what I mean? It's like. Do you have woods where you live? Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> forest. And then that's oh. oh, yes. I've never been. I mean, I've never been to Boston. I've, uh. 
over so during March I was supposed to go to New York for like a vacation and then when my the days I was supposed to go is like when hard lockdown happened so I wasn't able to and I was really sad because I just wanted to like explore the tri-state area and like over there and stuff but like the most I've ever done for that area is um I flew into Newark New Jersey and then I they drove me through New York to Connecticut, so I never even hit Massachusetts. Oh, yeah. Connecticut's like uh, is, is hot. How would you, Adam? How would you explain Connecticut? It's it's kind of it's kind of New England, kind of, like half of Connecticut. It's split off like, to be like more New York is like. So if you're like west of the Connecticut River, you're like a, a Jets, Giants, Yankees. Yeah, country. it's really bizarre. I can't yeah. I can't place it really. But if you live I, like east of the Connecticut River, you're like a boss. You're a New Englander. It's like the river that runs through the middle of Connecticut. It's very yeah. Split very state. It's pretty interesting. Yeah. But uh, yeah. yeah, it's it's Connecticut. Ugh. Yeah. It's yeah, like, you sound like Mark Wahlberg. Oh, thank you. Oh. I do. I <laughs> he, can, he can stay out there on the West Coast. He can stay out. I mean, I like the West Coast. I have friends who live who I used to visit every year in California. They live in Ontario, California. Oh, yeah. So so I, like, lived literally. It's like the high desert, and then you go down the hill, and there's Ontario right there. Yeah, like a half an hour, 40 minutes away, yeah. Yeah, um, exactly. But like, I used to visit them every year, and it's like, yeah, it's I like it there. I don't think I could ever live there, but I like to visit there. You know, it's a lot, yeah. it's a lot of fun. Yeah, I understand that. And like, I mean, did you go to Los Angeles? Oh, yeah, yeah. Los Angeles drove to San Francisco. Yeah, drove to Vegas. That's a long long way to have a drive. But yeah, it's it's, like, that's how I feel because I've vacationed in like DC before. And I go to Florida like every single year, except for this year, I haven't. But you know, before. (laughs) And um and I always say, like, I, it's cool to visit, but I would never, like, live in anywhere where there's East Coast time. I don't like being three hours ahead. <laughs> Even though you get used to it, eventually it wouldn't know the difference. But no, okay. I do have to say, though, when I was visiting my friend out in Seattle, um, it was during football season. So we woke up to, to one o'clock East Coast game. It's like nine o'clock in the morning in, in West Coast. So we were able to wake up and watch the Patriots at nine o'clock in the morning. And then once Sunday night football was done, it was 8.30 at night. So we were still able to go out after. We watched a day of football and still went out, and it was still light outside. Yeah, football always ends around 8, 8.30, and I know yeah. this because of webcam. It's like once on 8, 8.30 hits, it's like, okay, it's about that to. Kind of people looking there. Yeah, yeah, people yeah. are going to come hang out now. <laughs> it's like the only pro of watching, like, West Coast, like, Sunday night football because, like, you can go to bed at a normal hour. For us, if, like, the Pats were playing on a Sunday night, we wouldn't go to bed till like, 1 o'clock in the morning and have to wake up for work, like, that's crazy yeah see i never even thought about that and also with um out here we get like with our direct tv we can get some fucking east coast like channels so we can get like things early too so day long yeah (laughs) yeah so like when like um like the Channels you can watch it at five. I so are you rooting Did for the sound turn off? Yeah, we had a little bit of a buzz, but I don't know. Busy, like, <laughs> <passed it. laughs> yeah. I don't know. Oh, there he is. No, we, we, what happened? I thought he died. No, uh, everyone's frozen. That's okay. Can, Alrighty. You, so that's happened. can you hear me? Are we back? Are we back live? 
Can we wave? Can we wave? Yeah, we're good. I don't know. I think we're frozen. Yeah. Did I lose my internet? I did. Are you back? Are you back? We can hear each other. Oh, Me and her just had a whole conversation, talked about wine. Where were you? <laughs> you, guys really, right. you guys sound like you're in slow motion. Like, I don't know what happened. All of a sudden, I lost and I heard like, but, um, like I watched and everything was like slow. Dude, you're like cutting in and out. I, don't know. I live in God's country up here. That's kind of how you, you're sounding. Yeah. Literally, I live in the, the wilderness up here. I'm like 45 minutes from Boston. It's like, who knows? All right, now everyone looks right. Sheena, are you are you rooting for the um the Dodgers for the World Series since you're in LA or a Southern California person, or you do you hate the Dodgers? Yeah, of course, of course, yes. I know, to be honest with you, like hair, but when it's like when it's like the Dodgers or something, then yeah, and then they have their really good player right now, so that's fun to watch. Yeah, he used to play for the Red Sox, Mister Mookie Betts. We're not going to talk about that, though, because it's a, it's a sore subject. Though, from, from Why do you keep breaking up on me? Is he breaking yeah, up he on is. you, too, Adam? Yeah. breaking up. Is it me? I, Dude, you're like, well, I think we're ending in a minute anyway. But, yeah, yeah. getting close. Yeah. <laughs> I think there's a thunderstorm rolling in. in the high, I'm not in the high desert. I feel like I built in the high desert. There's thunderstorm rolling in. All right. But before we break up, Sheena, uh, would you like to uh, plug any website or anything that you're working on right now so everyone can hear it out there? Yeah, I mean, for sure. Like, if anyone wants to find me anywhere um, at all, Twitter, Instagram, or any of my dirty, dirty videos, then you can just go to xxxsheenarose.com because everything you need to find is going to be there. Make it easy for you. There you go. Nice and easy. Well, thank you so much for uh, joining us. It was awesome talking to you. Thank you. I appreciate it. You guys are fun. Try. If you yeah. ever uh, get out to the East Coast, finally, in the New England area, and you don't even make it past Connecticut, let us know, and we'll have you live on the show. How's that sound? Oh, that would be so much fun. I would love to. I really, really, really want to go to an Exotica, New Jersey. I'm not sure how far that is from you guys, but... You hours. We can make it down there. We'll figure it out. We'll make it you work. Hours. Bring the show on the road. <laughs> well, thank you again, and... Uh, We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> All right. Adam, do I still get you? Are we still alive? Am I losing? No. Am I losing everyone? She's cool. No, she was. Yeah, we're still alive. Yeah. We're, we're, we're bogging in and out, though, so we should probably cut this. Yeah, I think it's, it's, oh, I, my I'm here in my window. is like a storm rolling in right now, so it's probably the internet connection. Probably going. Right, friend. Well, well, what are you plugging? Anything you want to just real quick? You want to tell the world? Um, I, I posted my last uh, "I Hate You, Daniel Larusso" video last week, and now after that, we'll be going to "I Hate You, Luke Skywalker." So I can't wait. Should to, be fun. I hate you. So it's gonna be great because so many people out there love Luke Skywalker, and you're gonna just like ruin a bunch of people's like lives. Like Eric's gonna call you and be like, "Dude." Well, it's become kind of a niche for my channel. Yeah. It's, you know. Hell yeah. And you can pick this show up on YouTube, iTunes, Intuned, uh, Spotify, and on Podbean. Yes, sir. Uh, the ID84 show, of course, with Adam the Mallet. Um, flick the pod. <laughs> I got my flick bean. The bean. My, as my wife says, my bean hand. My bean hand. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, it's a long story. I have to explain to you. It's, it's actually yeah. Not, you got to explain that one to me tomorrow. Yeah, it's very innocent actually. So uh, we knew it's someone. It's it's a long story. But uh, yes, the packy.com for all your packy needs. Uh, was thank you for Dane Reed joining us tonight down from Atlanta and Sheena Rose joining us from Las Vegas, Nevada. Yes. Um and. Uh, so we oh, yeah, the whirlwind potato. I didn't even say my web. The whirlwind potato on YouTube. I just said the videos. Potato. Um, so we got two weeks to two weeks from yesterday was election day. So next week we're gonna do a regular schedule. We'll be back here Wednesday night, and then the week after that, Adam and I are gonna get together on Monday, and we're gonna talk. We're gonna get the most outrageous, crazy activists for for politics on the show. Do and, it. Let's find a nutcase. Let's yeah, find a gonna, complete nutshell. We're gonna get extreme right and extreme left. And Adam and I are going to sit back, put our feet up on the table, and watch just drink. the country <laughs> just explode live on Facebook. It's going to be great. They might censor us because if you haven't heard, Twitter's censoring stuff these days. But uh, what you going to do? What you going to do? It's going to be very interesting. The next couple of weeks are going to be fucking extreme. And we get the uh, debate tomorrow night. So we'll talk about oh, that tomorrow. Week. Shit. That'll be interesting. Uh, uh, two two children are going to argue on stage who are like close to death, which is always entertaining. So maybe one day you'll see Adam and I run for president and vice president because if you wouldn't vote for us, why wouldn't you? You know what I mean? Just think of all the shit they dig up on us. You know what I mean? But me mostly. You'd be like, you'd be like I'm associated with this fucking asshole. <laughs> sure, we wouldn't. Sure, it wouldn't be a smooth road. I can tell you that much. <laughs> Secretary of Good Times would be Eric Powers. That's what we're gonna put him as. We're gonna create a whole new secretary actor. He's gonna create good times. But <laughs> fucking a. All right, my friend. I'll see you tomorrow, and I'll see the world. We'll see the world next week. So thank you for listening. Make sure you subscribe, leave a comment, and tell us what you think. And uh, we'll see you guys next week. Toodaloo, motherfuckers. Bye.